0: Hey, everybody, I'm Armando Torres.
1: And I'm Peach Wesley. And I'm Andrea Azoto.
2: And this is
0: the show before the show. Here we are. We're here to remind you that, guys, we're in Panic Fest 2019. Panic! I'm already
2: panicking. I'm so scared.
0: Oh boy. That's my, that's my you voice.
2: That's my Andrea voice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We're going to Kansas City, Missouri on January 26th, where we will be performing at the Shining Theater at
1: 7 p.m. And you should come out not only to see our live show because it won't be on the feed. You can Mm -mm. only see it live, Mm -hmm. but also to see how cold Californians
2: can get. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no.
0: Yeah. We had a discussion about how it sucks that the only one of us here that knows how to drive in the snow or ice is Andrea and I've seen her drive in the sun and I do not trust her with my life
2: (laughs) boo I'm a great driver
1: I've never been in an accident I maintain my theory that perhaps if we were to drive with her in the snow she'd be a great driver (laughs) and that perhaps the sun is just her not getting to exercise the full range of her driving skills she's just
0: compensating for the ice the whole time exactly the whole time
1: she's just like these roads are so smooth
0: (laughs) so yeah if you want to see all of these things then you should come to Kansas City, Missouri on Saturday, January 26th at 7 p.m. Tickets are available on our website, which is cultpodcastshow.com, or at panicfilmfest.com slash podcasts.
1: We've already sold a few tickets, and there's only about 40 tickets total, Mm -hmm. so buy them early because they could sell out, Mm -hmm. Um, and we want you all to see it if you're there.
0: Yeah, we'd love to see you. It's the debut of our live show. It's got everything you could hope for. It's got the speculation zone, true crime, Satanism, and a bunch of... Visuals. Very, very dark shit. Yeah, oh, and the visuals, too. Yeah, they're going to be fun. Uh, they gave
1: us a screen. They don't even know the mistake they've made. <laughs> they have,
0: they have <laughs> fucked up.
1: They have no idea what we can do with screens. <laughs> so. We've also heard that they may be passing out Kool-Aid. So, you oh, know, yeah. drink it. your oh own Oh, my risk.
2: God. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. You can save it
0: for the end, and we go, don't drink the Kool-Aid, and you go, and then throw it at us. I mean,
2: don't, because that sustains. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. This is the worst episode of Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we'd love to see you there. Every ticket includes a meet and greet because there is no official meet and greet. We'll just be there to meet you. And we want to greet you.
1: If you're going to the show, please let us know because we would love to see everybody. Yeah. That would make us so happy. Well,
0: I'll probably go out for barbecue after. It'll be a fucking sick time. Yes. And without any further ado,
1: please
0: enjoy the show.
1: Hello. 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 these, these are, are our opinions. opinions thank you for tuning to cult podcast i'm Paige wesley and i'm armando torres and with us we have andrea gazetta yay. yay it's armando's third week in a row
0: oh <laughs> boy i bet you guys are so happy about it
1: i'm so happy i could burn a cross
0: <laughs> <laughs> well uh yeah let's just go in right there <laughs> we're covering the clan part three I think what the best thing is, is that Paige is wearing a sweater from...
1: I'm wearing my letters today. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so what what is this from?
1: This is from the sorority I was in in college, yes. Okay, you can't yeah. say the name? I probably shouldn't. Okay. I think we bleeped it out of a couple episodes back in the day.
0: It's fine. There yeah. was just, uh, there was, for when she was entering, there was a surprising number of Ks on the sweater <laughs> that had me worried for a split second. I
1: do have to be careful when wearing this sweater that I don't carry things in my hand <laughs> on my left side, because then you just see KK, and you're like, what is that last one?
2: Well, it's also red letters white yeah with pink yeah, yeah. but it looks yeah. like faded white you yeah. know right 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're just like girl what we'll talk about,
0: we're talking about some faded whites let's get into this episode <laughs> we're gonna start off with our sources for this week
2: wait are they drinking again in this one uh, oh, yeah, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, sorry, okay. because
0: last episode was Prohibition Era. Oh, uh, we So right. we'll, we'll get into, like, where we're picking up with this one. Okay. But sources for this week are Columbia Journalism Review, My Life in the Klan by Jerry Thompson, The New Yorker, Politico Magazine, The Rise of David Duke by Tyler Bridges, The Second Coming of the KKK by Linda Gordon, which is, again, it's a very good book. Right. Uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center and the washington post
1: Ooh, you fancy with your real sources oh, and shit. yeah
0: yeah we're using that one one of the fun things too is uh, i told andrea is that some of this stuff is going to go over things that we've covered in last episode so one of my sources
1: is me I'm, there you go there yeah, you go because when you think of white supremacy you think of armando torres yeah. that's going
0: to be my campaign slogan for when i run for governor of Puerto Rico. Oh none. When none. They You're get... not
1: gonna win any for your drug use that I, we oh, have yeah, recorded sure. on this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. They're gonna they're gonna eat your LSD past alive.
0: Ellis, <laughs> <laughs> devote your life to me. You'd be uh, a great
1: cult leader though. Oh yeah, yeah. That's... I feel like you should really lean into cult leader as opposed to political figure.
0: I do, just because I want to see what you guys have to say about me on one of these episodes. Ha!
1: Who would all we... oh, Keith Carey? I don't even know why I asked. I was like, Who "Yeah, we get have, to replace you." We'd have Keith duh, Carey, for duh. sure.
0: <laughs> so, uh, getting into the episode, you know how you know how old trends keep coming back. Well, that's basically what happens with the clan. Uh, a couple of years passed, and then some guy's like, Oh, dude, you know what was super cool? Was frosted tips, man. Frosted tips were the shit. Oh, you know what else was super cool? Holes in my jeans. Those were the shit. Oh, dude, you know what else was tight?
1: Racism, dog. <sighs> you guys remember racism? Racism was so ill. So the cult, I mean, the KKK is kind of like those stretchy chokers at Claire's. <laughs> <laughs> Or exactly. the reason that I own so much plaid now, even though I originally owned so much plaid in the '90s. Oh my God, same girl. <laughs> it's coming around. I'm, I'm very happy right, now. right <laughs> now. I loved your jacket, by the way. I came. I, I, I was it. like, that's boss. I like it.
0: So this is what happens with the clan. Except every time that the clan comes back, it comes back with some major changes. I mean, even the original clan was just six dudes who wanted to bring back their college frat, which was Kuklos Adelphon
2: let's do the clan robes
1: again i mean like (laughs) as someone who's who's currently wearing a sorority sweatshirt from 10 years ago uh i get it i was very happy this still fit
0: well that's the thing instead of doing like yield keg stands or something they were like (laughs) (laughs) they got back with their buddies how
1: dare you we played king's cup (laughs)
0: Uh, well they played KKKing's cop. Oh,
1: right. yeah.
0: <laughs> but instead of like just being fucking tight and having a good time, they came together to just like their goal was to stop the centralized government from trying to control them, and by control them I mean not own people. Then in nineteen fifteen, some dude watched The Birth of a Nation and got all fucking stoked on the clan, except this clan was all about using the centralized government To control people. (laughs) Also hating Jews, by the way. Just like neck and neck, control people and also hating Jews.
1: Anytime you get people together who have feelings on race, they always hate the Jews. And I'm like, why?
0: Well, the reason they hated the Jews was because there was a massive conspiracy that they were going to try to use the centralized government to control people.
1: Okay, but if you get rid of all the Jews, who's going to do our taxes or bake delicious pastries?
0: Or make any of the best movies. Make amazing
1: sandwiches.
0: So what happened after the fall of the second Clan? Well last episode I said that the clan had to officially disband because of its debts, which here's a real quick fun fact. Remember how the old clan used to hate Catholics? Well eventually they needed to pay back money to the IRS, so they had to sell their headquarters to the Catholic church. <laughs> That's just Suckers! fucking idiots. However, disbanding doesn't mean that the clan was dead and gone. Instead, dedicated clan members and wanted other wanted to
1: work on their solo albums. Yeah. Pretty much.
0: <laughs> and other indie White Supremacist groups. <laughs> they just started to continue their shit while using the clan's name. Indie Chris. White Supremacist group sounds so funny. Oh
1: man. I mean like I if one of them was named Mumford and Sons. I wouldn't be surprised. Like and I like Mumford and Sons, Mumford but they were and like
2: Sons of the Confederacy. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so the clan that once claimed 15% of eligible citizens in the United States was now just a bunch of nerds meeting in private calling each other dragon and cyclops, which is only cool <laughs> if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's
1: I mean if there's no dice involved then yeah. get the fuck out of I here. I mean either
0: way you definitely rolled a critical fail on social skills oh, no matter
1: what. Hey. I don't know what that means, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but there's definitely a recipe to making terrorist cell groups, and the clan had all of the right ingredients except for spices, because you know they're yeah,
1: because fucking... the, I mean white people don't have spices.
0: No, I mean when I moved only in only with... when
1: we steal them from others when we take over their lands.
0: Yeah, <laughs> when I moved in with my current white girlfriend, I had to go buy things just like paprika because somebody doesn't have paprika. I also had to buy cumin uh, and garlic powder and onion powder and also salt. I had to go buy salt.
1: I have five different kinds of salt in my house. I
2: have salt
0: <laughs> now
2: <laughs> and also turmeric.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the only white spice that uh, people have, I other mean, than it, the other. It's spice only girls.
1: because Gwyneth Paltrow told us that we needed to use it.
0: <laughs> uh, good old goop uh this clan was now made up of the most dedicated members who truly believed in his message and with no centralized leadership each branch ran independently and without fear of giving up a larger organization also with the clan publicly taken down the fear that the white christian way of life was on its way out was higher than ever and the results of all of these things is a perfectly baked radicalized terrorist cell casserole the new Klan was more violent and aggressive than the previous ones had ever been. Multiple bombings, murders, public lynchings tar- targeted both black and Jewish families. And eventually, the Klan made a new best friend, neo Nazis.
2: Gross! Mm,
0: neo Nazis in America were super conservatives who were both anti communist and anti Semitic. They what adopted. about
1: white people who lose wars?
0: Well, that's the thing. These neo-Nazis are people that beat the Nazis. And I it took, okay, I took a lot of time to look up neo-Nazis to the point where I got so specific with my Google searches that I'm definitely being tailed by the FBI right now.
1: <laughs> or they're maybe like Torres, eh? Maybe he'll get rid of them for us. Well, here's
0: the thing. In one Google document, I have the words terrorist recipe and neo-nazis all in the same google doc so eventually somebody's just gonna come and find me Mm. the reason that they came back is because nazis were staunchly anti-communist and that was a huge thing during the cold war even perpetrated by like mccarthyism and just the general government like the whole vibe in america at the time was like yo Fuck the communists.
1: Which is weird because Nazis were from the National Socialist
2: Party, correct? Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't really believe in socialism political. Right. The the yeah, I mean obviously
1: it. it was an authoritarian you know, totalitarian no. regime, but yeah.
0: So these American neo-Nazis adopted the philosophy of Adolf Hitler, minus the German nationalism, and saw the Jews as the problem with America. And their ideas as certain people, mainly non-white Christians, didn't belong in America, easily melded with the Klan's idea about controlling who was and wasn't a real American. So, we just kind of have synchronicity. Synchronicity? Yeah, pretty much both of those words. (laughs) That was a syncretism of those two words. Right,
1: right. I mean, in the same way that we have, like, religious syncretism between things like voodoo and early Catholicism, where Mm -hmm. they find common ground and have kind of a weird blending, I think that's kind of what you're seeing here.
0: Exactly. And despite... All of this activity, the clan wasn't even officially refounded for a third time until 1974. And to learn about the story of the modern clan, the one that's still around today, I have to tell you the story of David Dookie Duke. <laughs> That's not his official nickname, but I, boy, I wish well it was. with well be. What an idiot. This guy is one of the stupidest people that we're ever going to cover. I know I said that D.C. Stevenson, D.C. Stevenson from last episode, probably the stupidest person in this whole thing. But David Duke is sure giving this guy a run for his <laughs> racist money.
1: Every time you say David Duke, I hear like the Dukes of Hazard. They're like, just in my head.
0: I've started calling all of my Dukes David Duke uh <laughs> And flushing them as fast as I can so <laughs> David Duke was born in July of 1950 because his dad was an engineer for the Shell Oil Company David and his family moved around a lot and they lived in various cities throughout the US and even for a little bit in the Netherlands which is probably the whitest place you could ever live.
1: It's pretty white.
0: Yeah in fact if you were going to tell me that like white Americans were the master race I'd tell you to go fuck yourself but if you were going to tell me the Dutch were the master race
1: <laughs> they're pretty dope.
0: Yeah the average height of the dutch is six feet tall for men Just i know like like the average that means there's them taller have than have you that.
1: seen the scars guard brothers
0: yeah all they, of them the dutch have mastered cheese they've mastered weed politeness bicycles they're the master right I'm giving it <laughs> yeah. To them. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah no for sure
0: but david duke spent most of his time growing up in new orleans louisiana of course, not New Orleans, Netherlands. Uh, I don't think that exists.
1: That'd <laughs> be a very, very strange city. <laughs> It'd be a weird coincidence. It'd be like, "Horgibork, laissez le bon temps, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I can do for a Netherlands accent. <laughs> it's not good. One uh, alligator
2: on ice. <laughs>
0: Hey, Definitely. don't give the way of secrets for our live show. Oh,
2: I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: it's Brad Laveau on ice, the, <laughs> the spectacle.
2: Yeah,
1: that theater has an ice rink. We didn't think they would, but amazingly, no. they were able to accommodate. So
0: we're entering into one of everyone's favorite parts of the podcast, mostly mine, uh, almost entirely mine, the Speculation Zone. So if you've ever been a kid or known a kid who spent most of his childhood or their childhood. I don't know
1: any children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it makes your life better when you don't know any. Pretty Trust much, me, they're yeah. pieces of shit. But yeah, if you know sure. any kids who spent their childhood moving from school to school, you know that it's difficult to make friends in a setting where everyone's pretty much just been friends since forever. Yeah. Because when you're a kid, five years is literally forever. Forever. It's it your is whole life. The con- whole conceivable universe is five years And generally speaking, you're either really good at making friends or really good at adapting to the people around you so that people you're around like you more. And I think that David Duke was kind of the second type. Okay. When David was 17, he befriended 34-year-old William Pierce. But we know, or maybe I know, William better by his pseudonym, Andrew McDonald, the author of... The Turner Diaries.
1: Oh, shit. Oh Wait, so wasn't William Pierce one of the KKK presidents? Am I thinking of somebody else? He now? was
0: one of the leaders of the American Nazi Party.
1: That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking of. But you're right. The author of the Turner Diaries. Mm-hmm. I did not
2: see that coming.
0: Oh, boy.
2: Hey, okay, I'm done. And hard. before
0: writing his horribly racist and anti-Semitic book, William got to start rating the horribly racist and anti-Semitic newsletter, The National <laughs> Socialist World.
2: Start small. Build up.
0: Yeah. It was the quarterly ideological journal for, bum-ba-da-bum, the American Nazi Party.
1: I love that they're like national Socialist, but then hate communism. I'm like, um, uh, uh do you know what words mean? Yeah. Because you're using them wrong. Clearly not.
0: Homeboy, the it is interesting and maybe like I'll do something about it later. Um, not like to stop it, just to write about it, I should say. <laughs> but the American Nazi Party was started by this guy who um, was just super anti-Semitic and shitty. And so people started calling him a Nazi. And then he was like, fuck it, I'm going to adapt it then. And then he just became a Nazi uh. to kind of like own it you know what i mean
1: so (laughs) it's like they say in the producers don't be stupid be a smarty come and join the nazi party party.
0: yes (laughs) also just like a weird side note i was researching william's pseudonym andrew mcdonald because i was like where the fuck do i know william pierce from it's andrew mcdonald yeah andrew mcdonald uh is not to be confused with another author andrew mcdonald because Andrew MacDonald wrote the Turner Diaries but Andrew McDonald is a
1: children's book author.
0: I oh, okay, <laughs> just okay. felt really bad because I thought I found a racist's website but instead <laughs> I found a website just for Just somebody
1: an, who invented Peppa Pig or something like that. Yeah,
0: he invented a <laughs> series of books called Real Pigeons. <laughs> they look so good the first book the first book is called real pigeons fight crime the second book is called real pigeons eat danger and the third book is called real pigeons are pure white americans
1: (laughs) i was gonna say i have curves but
2: okay
0: (laughs) real pigeons are doves Uh, pure white doves (laughs) It wasn't long until David became just like his mentor, William, when he started reading shit like Mein Kampf, Adolf Hitler's book. It also, I might, it's it's worth mentioning that when he met William, he was writing for the newsletter. He had not yet written the Turner Diaries. Okay. So, David became educated about the... Oh, I should say he became "quote unquote" educated. Finger quotes about the "quote unquote" truth <laughs> that the "quote unquote" Holocaust was a "quote unquote" Zionist conspiracy oh, to mask the "quote unquote" Jewish people's plan to take over the world.
1: I don't think they want to take over the world. I think they just want people to stop killing them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's they want the same thing that everyone wants. Yeah, just-
2: stop killing us and let us live I love that they think they're the brain from Pinky and the Brain just all Jewish people <laughs>
0: <laughs> and by the time David was enrolled in college at LSU he was a complete nightmare to be around he dressed up like a Hitler Youth oh god <laughs> oh, no. yeah. oh man he slept a under stronger. a giant swastika banner no. <laughs> not a blanket a, a banner, banner. He threw parties on Hitler's birthday, which is 420, which is, I've gone to 420 parties for a wildly different reason.
1: I mean, I feel bad for people who look like Hitler Youth without trying to.
0: Yeah. I looked up Hitler Youth haircut, and I just found a bunch of normal
1: haircuts. <laughs> no, for sure. Like, you know, like our friend Bobby. Yeah. Like, that dude straight up looks like he walked out of a Hitler Youth he's just He's
0: just, Bobby's a clean cut white guy. Yeah. But... <laughs> but uh but david duke actively went out of it like he wore the nazi brown shirt like,
2: oh he, god oh, he man. went
0: full-on was like i'm gonna be a nazi no. youth.
2: here's and the maybe, thing if you're gonna dress like a nazi youth you have to prepare to get your ass kicked yeah like, you yeah just, just like the nazis sorry, did in World man. War exactly
0: <laughs> and maybe worst of all he decided to take german instead of the more popular spanish or french <laughs> And there's a great story about good luck
2: ordering a burrito with your German asshole, or good luck never having a burrito
1: because he would probably never let like filthy food touch his lips or whatever. Oh, he you're believes. you're
0: completely wrong. Because oh, he loves burritos. I don't know if he loves burrito. He hates Mexicans, but he also there's a there's a story about this woman who took him down, and uh, they have a, they have many tape recordings together of them eating at a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> So he's just fucking shoveling chow mein, probably made by a Mexican, into his white gullet, just being like... Yeah, so you know that like, white people are like the best people in the world. Can't wait to go home and eat this under my banner.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. God. oh God. Oh, man. So when
0: David's German professor asked the whole class why they wanted to take German... Oh, no. <laughs> David responded that he wanted to be able to read the original works of the greatest genius who ever lived adolf hitler oh man you think there were people in the class that were like can i switch to spanish
1: For
2: <laughs> sure I just,
0: wanted, I just wanted to be able to talk to my gam gam but now i want to avoid all germans forever
2: this dude has more <laughs> red flags than the nazi party I mean. hey.
0: <laughs> now all of this makes david duke an asshole But does it make him a colossal asshole? Yes. Yes. Also, yes.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) But one of the peak points in David's assholery was his nine month tour of duty in Vietnam in 1971. Now, again, I'm not saying that if you join the military and don't see combat, you're not a veteran. However, I am saying that if you go to Vietnam in 1971 to visit your daddy while on summer vacation and then lie about being in the Vietnam War, you are definitely not a veteran.
1: Oh, Oh,
2: shit. Stolen Valor!
0: Exactly. In fact, one of the books written on stolen valor at the time, I think it's literally called Stolen Valor, talks about the story of how David Duke lied about being a fucking Vietnam vet. Oh, gross. Gross. So David's dad was working in Vietnam, and he lined up a job for David, teaching English to Laotian military officers. David was fired and sent back to the U.S. after only six weeks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Turns out he only spoke German. (laughs) He kept trying to teach them Mein Kampf, and it was just real bad.
0: If you ask David about it, he'll tell you it was because one of his daring missions of going behind enemy lines to give rice to anti-communist soldiers who would fly their planes 10 feet off the ground, narrowly avoiding killing him to death.
1: And when he got there, they were like, bro, did you even put salt in this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But if you ask the pilots who were in Laos at the same time as David, they'll tell you that the planes only flew during the daytime and also at a minimum of 500 feet above the ground. Also, conveniently, David could never remember the name of the airfield that they used to do these missions.
1: I just picture him being like, I don't know their booga-booga language. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I don't remember the names. Yikes.
0: He just said, he he would always just be like, um, um. Oh, God. uh, uh, Oh, this job made so good. Uh, (laughs) Um. And if you ask the public records, they'll tell you that David was actually fired because he drew a Molotov cocktail on the blackboard during his class. <laughs> what?
1: Just on the Why? board?
0: Yeah. <laughs> David claims that his duty was aiding the anti-communists and that was enough to help the war efforts. Yeah.
1: 71 uh, is kind of too late to be honest. I mean, yeah, like, there was,
0: there was four years left in the Vietnam war and I don't know how much of that was actual like combat
1: combat. N- not much at that point. And like the draft had already happened when he would have been in school. Cause that was when we covered Charles Manson was yeah. excused from the draft cause he was too old.
0: Well, he, uh, when, during the time of the draft, he was, he was deferred because of his student, yeah, yeah. uh, studentship or whatever after david's fun summer in nam he came back home and continued going to lsu what he found when he returned was a new social club on campus that was kind of hush hush because lsu became one of the many schools in louisiana that had its very own chapter of the kkk oh gross and again the clan that came back began as just another fraternity they mostly had private meetings and some public demonstrations that were meant to piss off the civil rights movement but as far as violence goes they were just a bunch of pussy ass fucking nobodies like they didn't do anything until january 19th 1972 robert e lee's birthday when david and a few members of the clan including a candidate for mayor of new orleans who ran on and lost on a platform of pro-segregation celebrated the Confederate General's special day by dressing up in Klan robes and bringing a Confederate flag to the statue.
2: Ugh. Okay. Yes. so annoying.
0: Yeah, so annoying that members from a local chapter of the Black Panthers gathered to protest, and the Klan members agitated and egged them on until a bit of a scuffle happened. The police showed up before anyone was seriously injured, and then they arrested the would-be
1: mayor and David Duke for inciting a riot.
0: <laughs> you know you're
1: bad when the cops don't even arrest the black people there.
0: In the South. I know! For On real. Robert Ely's birthday. <laughs>
1: right? They were like, hey, yeah, quit, like, you gotta be a real asshole for them to be like, yeah, we know what we normally do, but instead.
0: Yeah. The, and it's worth mentioning the people that they arrested was like a wannabe mayor of New Orleans. Right. An 89-year-old former opera singer from New York <laughs> and David Duke who's just like I'm just happy to be involved
1: <laughs> I'm just happy to incite violence Sprechen sie Deutsch? <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to go out for Chinese after?
0: <laughs> Could go for some takeout uh, this arrest may have changed David's life forever because now he had a record and not just a criminal record but he would forever be associated with the Klan I'm sure he's real upset about it <laughs> And possibly because of this, David went full in on the Klan and decided to found the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan, which is the KKKK, the new Louisiana-based headquarters for all the remaining chapters of the KKK. So the KKKK would be in charge of the KKK, with D.D. as the G.D.
1: Let's have a kiki.
0: (laughs) David Duke was going to become the new Grand Wizard because he figured if there was going to be a clan, he should be the fucking leader of
2: it. You know who should lead this? Me. None of y'all even speak German. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a banner in your dormitory room?
0: So David might have had an easy time recruiting his old college frat brothers and other chapters from schools around the south, but convincing the older Klansmen to join was a little bit harder, because it's obvious to us, a bunch of non-racists, that David Duke is an insufferable asshole. But even other racists thought David was a dick too, because all David liked to do was shit on the old Klan again and again. David called his fellow brothers and not, not like, not like related brothers, more like the Hulk Hogan, like brothers. And he's like, hey, come on, brothers.
1: We're going to lynch him, brother.
0: <laughs> exactly. I feel like Hulk Hogan said that before.
1: Well, I mean, he said a lot of things. <laughs> I Only have watched, watched sex tape.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have had that sushi, brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got to switch to chow mein, brother. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But he called on his brothers to, and this is a quote from David Duke. He wanted the old clansmen to get out of the cow pasture and into hotel meeting rooms. Get out of the cow pasture, brother!
1: Holcomania! It happens in hotel meeting rooms. You've heard it here.
0: <laughs> so David ditched the robes of the past and made suits the new uniform of the clan. David also opened eligibility to include both women and Catholics so that that way he could get better. Boost the numbers. Yeah. By the way, he didn't like Catholics. He just said that there was so much wrong with the Jews that if you believed in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it's fucking like, uh, we're on the same side. Let's fight it. But he still called the Klan a white Christian union. Also, he did not like women. At all. And he thought women's only purpose was for a delivery method to make more white babies.
2: Gross! (laughs) Yeah. Sounds super fun to hang out with. Oh, yeah. i sure he's getting laid a lot in college. Yeah, so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the part where I was like, oh, I don't want to hang out with this guy. That, just that, right there.
2: Wait, none of oh, the yeah. rest none of it? None of the rest of it. You're just like, you're like all for red flags, banners, and the brown shirts, but. I oh, can.
0: Uh, uh, there's, well, I was being sarcastic. There's a lot wrong with David Duke. He doesn't like blankets. Uh, <laughs> banners
2: all, only. All
0: of his shirts <laughs> are brown, which means I can't borrow any of them because they don't go with my complexion. Hide stains, though. He also hates. Hates my complexion. Especially
2: dookie stains.
0: (laughs) And every time we go out to eat, he eats all of the chow mein. (laughs) That's his main chow.
2: Okay. God, come on. (laughs)
0: He also switched the Klan's type of bigotry from flat-out racism to a more specific anti-Semitism. He also brought in hot shots from the neo-Nazi movement like Tom Metzger, founder of the White Aryan Resistance, and David Lane, the guy who founded the terrorist group The Order, who we covered in the ARA episode, and who I think you covered when we did... Elohim um, City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, the the name The Order comes from David's mentor's book, The Turner Diaries. Gross. So... <laughs> Effectively, David Duke had Nazified the Klan. <laughs> Why is this a big deal? I mean, the Klan and neo Nazis were basically already working together. Well, the Klan, especially the second clan, made it a point to be not political. Remember, they were like, We don't want to have any political affiliation because then we have to make our members choose what they're gonna be.
1: Right. I mean, they made the choice to be quote unquote nonpartisan in an attempt to get a larger reach.
0: Exactly. The Klan had no official political party, and the Klan had some politicians, sure, but they didn't, like, the Klan didn't run for office. Right. But the Nazis did. And I'm not going to give you a full history lesson here, but I'm pretty sure most of us remember that the Nazis became the leading political power in Germany. Holding office was pretty much the biggest part of the Nazis' plan. was their
1: whole deal, yeah. really.
0: Yeah. It's their, uh, it was one of their, it was like their second to last solution,
1: really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yikes. Oh.
0: Yeah, that one was bad. Uh, so the Third Clan wasn't a nonpartisan entity anymore. They wanted to take over the United States. And I'm sure you'll be able to follow this line of thinking. If the Clan was going to take over the U.S., who should be in charge? Other than David Dookie Duke.
2: Oh, no.
0: Wearing Daisy Dukes.
2: Oh, that's a horrible visual. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: don't know. If you guys haven't seen David Duke, at this point in time, he looks so much like Topher Grace that they picked (laughs) Topher Grace, the guy from that 70s show. That's who looks the most like David. So just imagine Eric Foreman from that 70s show. Just like... I want to make out with that girl and also kill all the Jews.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense because he's like, he's such a pussy bitch in that. You know what I mean? And so is David Duke.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're all kind of fucking idiots. Uh, so in 1979, David Duke ran for president. And what a horrible year 1979 <laughs> was for David Duke. Who
1: was he running against?
0: Uh, I don't even think it mattered. It like he wasn't even close. He he ran as like a write-in ballot thing. And I think he got like 212 votes.
1: <laughs> because I'm, even the clan was like, Nah, dude, we don't even like that. He's our boss. <laughs> yeah,
0: the clan, the old clan, hated him because he was just like he told a bunch of blue-collar workers, like, Hey, you fucking dumb old idiots! I'm the new clan. I'm smart. I'm savvy. I wear a suit. I know what a hotel is. <laughs> yeah because the, the old clan was doing shit like th- i'm not saying this is better but the old clan and i don't mean okay so what i mean by old clan is the clan between the second clan and this one that clan was so dangerous because they were basically a terrorist organization they did things like they bombed so many homes in birmingham alabama that birmingham's nickname was bombingham alabama they murdered people. They lynched people. They fucking, like, they did some of the most atrocious crimes during that period. And he was calling these people, like, idiots. Which is not what you want to do, because they don't give a fuck about you. They
1: have bombs,
0: They're too. murderers. Yeah, they're, yeah. He's The other thing is, he's like, the people who were doing the bombings were, like, coal workers. They were, like, miners. People, not, like, miners. Like, miners. You know what I mean? So they had, like, mining equipment. And so he was just, like, reaching out to them and being like, get out of the cow pasture. And they're just like, I don't think you understand America, boy. Yeah. So at the age of 29, David decided it was time to run for president. (sighs) And he held Klan rallies, campaign rallies, and pushed his followers to help him into the White House, which is probably the dream house of any uh, racist. I mean, it's 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 right there in the name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but david's clan was crumbling from the inside because local clan leaders were accusing david of holding rallies and then keeping all of the money for himself Hmm. on record former florida leaders of the clan called david duke a con artist because he came to florida ran a rally and then didn't give them any of the money and so they they were so mad they out like that is rule numero uno of the clan like don't talk about the clan supporters of david duke's campaign said that he was using campaign funds to fix up his house <laughs> and in two now famous instances the clan was infiltrated in the same year this is all in 1979 the first was jerry thompson a newspaper reporter who wanted to see what the Klan was really like so he joined the Klan surprisingly easily what he found was a bunch of paranoid white dudes who thought the fbi was coming for them at any moment If you remember uh, the Crips episode, when we talked about the Black Panthers and how the FBI um, had this thing where they tried to take down the the Black Panthers from the inside. Right. Like, they made all that fake uh, uh, nonsense information to try and, like, spread it around and freak out the, the Black Panthers. Well, the FBI did the same thing to the Klan, and the Klan fell for it fucking hook, line, and sinker, so each leader of the Klan distrusts other leaders of the Klan, and they all distrust David Duke, and everyone thinks everyone is working for the FBI, and at this time, Jerry Thompson just fucking walked his right way right into the Klan. Like, it's super easy to infiltrate them. Jerry then wrote a tell-all book about the Klan's incompetence and stupidity. And I will say, the book is not very good. It is not a good book. But it did show just how easy it was to get into the Klan. So easy, in fact, that also in 1979, a black police officer in Colorado Springs also joined the (laughs) Klan. Ron Stallworth, the man behind the story for the movie Black Klansman, infiltrated the Klan and even spoke to David Duke himself without being detected. I don't know if you. We've seen the movie. Have you seen yeah. the movie before? I have not.
1: Been? I totally want to because I heard it was amazing.
0: It's an amazing movie that has a lot of tension and a lot of moments where people almost find out that maybe Ron Stallworth isn't who he says he's supposed to be. But I read uh, accounts of Ron Stallworth's actual thing and what he thought of the movie, and he said that uh, he said that the movie makes the clan too smart. <laughs> He said there was never any trouble with actually infiltrating the clan, and he said one guy talked to the real Ron Stallworth, and then the fake Ron Stallworth, and then again to the real Ron Stallworth within about an hour and a half of time, and said, "Hey, buddy, your voice sounds different." And then Ron Stallworth just said, "Yeah, allergies." And then the guy gave him uh, basically a 20-minute lecture on how to get rid of allergies, the Clans way.
1: Oh, gee. what
2: what is it? <laughs>
0: uh, it was just a bunch of like normal shit. It was just like the regular one. <laughs> it was just
2: a neti pot? Yeah. It was yeah. honey, but white honey. <laughs> it's it a neti just, pot. Make just,
1: sure it's a white neti
0: pot. It's just like honey and tea, but the whole time you're just like, damn Jews. <laughs> <laughs> so David Duke lost most of his followers, and... In an attempt to make money, he was caught on camera trying to sell a list of clan members.
1: Oh! Oh, that's cold. Yeah. That
0: is cold. He couldn't even successfully be as stupid as D.C. Stevenson was.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
0: So after this, David Duke was fired from being the Grand Wizard of the KKK. <sighs> And at this point.
1: He's like, but I rolled a plus seven.
0: <laughs> God damn it, I thought that plus five charisma would carry me through the campaign.
1: I'm chaotic neutral at worst. KK um, K- K- chaotic neutral.
2: <laughs>
0: well, I could take us on a deep dive into what happened to the clan after David Duke was fired or you could just listen to the end of last week's episode because stop me if this sounds familiar violence scandals that prove that the top members of the clan were just womanizers with addiction issues and splitting the clan into different rival factions is what took the clan down again and again they were forced to sell their headquarters to pay off the irs and again, the clan exists as a loosely related bunch of groups with no centralized leadership because this is a tale as old as time. A so tale as old as time.
1: True as it can be. Okay. It, it Beauty
0: went. and the Whites. <laughs> that was all bad. No. None of us can sing except for Paige. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't think the clan will ever be what it was in the early days and i also don't think the clan will come back in the traditional sense like i don't think we're gonna have to make an update episode in 30 years called the clan part four underscore we're still doing this yeah i was gonna say we're still doing the podcast 30 years from now oh we're never gonna stop some people will tell you about how the clan's membership is on the rise but overall the membership is following a trend of decline but Just because the Klan is dying doesn't mean that white nationalism is dead and gone. Because new groups have continued to grow and spread to this day. One of the most famous being the alt-right. According to the Columbia Journalism Review, the alt-right is not formally organized or an actual movement. It's a mix of people who believe in anti-Semitism and white nationalism and trolls trying to get a rise out of people. Just like the first Klan. Remember how it was like, oh, the First Clan is just like a fraternity of dudes and they're just trying to do shit to fuck around with people. And yeah, sometimes they believe like black people suck, but they're not doing anything about it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Then we made three episodes on them and they're fucking dumbasses. So that's what I mean. The shit isn't going to go away. And I hope that what I've shown you is that while it does always fall, it also always comes back and adapts itself to a new era. One of the only things we can use to console ourselves is the fact that eventually almost every time history looks back at these idiots as fucking losers david duke's not going to be remembered as the savior of the clan and the man who brought nazism into power in america he'll be remembered as nose job nazi which is the name he got after his second failed attempt at running for presidency and because of his Horrible plastic surgery. He
1: got horrible plastic surgery. Oh, I oh. see this. Oh, me yeah. too. I want to see pictures. I love bad plastic he surgery. He looks like
0: a mix between uh, Gary Busey and Donald Trump.
1: Oh, oh no. Yeah. yeah Which is, can... I mean, because Topher Grace is a nerd, but he's not that he's unattractive. Not... No. Yeah.
0: Topher Grace, he looked exactly like Topher Grace when he was younger. During the early years of what we were right. covering, there's pictures of him next to Topher Grace, and it's like, oh, yeah. Like, that is exactly what he looks like.
2: I don't like it.
0: This is uh, current-day David Duke. Oh, God, that looks like a mask. Yeah, he looks like a frog man. Can
1: I see it Yeah. Again? yeah. He looks like... Do you remember from the very, very first X-Men movie? That, <laughs> that guy that they inject <laughs> with the serum, and then he, like, walks out of the ocean like a jellyfish, and yeah. he's all, like, sweaty and clammy? It yeah. looks like that guy. Did anyone see... Repo Man the musical? <laughs>
2: oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I
1: guess it's Repo the Genetic Opera. <laughs> what? Um, it was a movie when I was in college. Uh, Paris Hilton was in it, and Sarah, I think Sarah Brightman, um, the opera singer. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy and terrible.
0: I don't know if but, this has shown you anything about opera singers, but sometimes they can be a little bit fucked.
1: Yeah. Well, in in the movie, like people had. Like essentially, it was our society became obsessed with plastic plastic surgery, and like mm. one character almost basically had their face like stapled on super tight, and that's kind of what he looks like.
0: He it's the thing is is like he's gotten so much plastic surgery over the years because he got the name nose job Nazi in 1990.
1: Ooh, we have made advancements since then.
0: Yeah. So he just look like all that plastic surgery plus age. It just makes a droopy face, dumb fuck, little shit bag. I just started getting angrier and just kept that <laughs> droopy rolling. face,
1: dumb fuck, nose, skin. I don't even,
0: little shitbag. The most upsetting thing about David Duke and people like David Duke is that, for the most part, if I call you a Nazi, that should be one of the worst insults I can call you. And if I call you a Nazi and you don't say like, hey, fuck you, man. If you if I call you a Nazi and you're like, that is correct. Fuck you! you yeah, know there's a mean? reason
1: Indiana Jones kicks your ass in all three movies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's just fuck I'm glad that you did not include Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's not one of the movies, it's not part of it.
1: Well actually that's that's the third one with Nazis because Temple of Doom doesn't have Nazis, it has the thuggy cult that we'll eventually cover.
0: Oh, I only thought you I, I thought you said two. I said three. No, I'm pretty sure you Even though
1: three. I, I choose to not believe that the fourth one is canon.
0: Yeah, it's not. Shia LaBeouf, I love you, but get the fuck out of my
1: movies. Oh my anyway. God, with the monkeys? He's a deeply disturbed Shia. <laughs> when they revealed that it was aliens halfway through the movie, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing from a screenwriting perspective? Yeah. This is abhorrent. It's
0: terrible. Uh... So, even Jared Taylor, who currently is a popular figure in the alt-right, he agrees that most leaders in the extremist right wish that David Duke would just fucking go away. This is a quote from Jared Taylor. If you've ever worn a pointy hood, that is a permanent part of your ideological background. You cannot separate yourself from that. So, earlier when I said that David Duke would forever be labeled a Klansman, and you said, like, oh, well, probably not... This is when he's learning to regret that. Mm. He In 89, he tried to go back on what he was saying. He was like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was a Nazi and I was a Klansman when I was in college. But we all do stupid things in college. And yeah, we all do stupid <laughs> things in college, but not that fucking dumb. Yeah,
1: no, uh, my stupid things were very different from that. Mine were like drinking mixtures of alcohol that I did not know what was in them.
0: But here's the thing. When this- you did that. Did you do it while hating the Jews? No,
1: I did it <laughs> while playing Guitar Hero um, oh. and having a crush on any number of frat dudes. Any
0: Jews?
1: Probably. Then you're A-OK. You know me. I love a nerdy guy in glasses.
2: On this episode of Girls Gone Wild Spring Break, we have... Hating the Jews.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I are gonna say. I gonna say. Rampage Wesley nailing a guitar solo on Guitar
1: Hero. Oh yeah, I was. I went Gold Star on a couple of them
0: the alt-right doesn't want to be associated with an old dying clan of the past because to them, David Duke is just a 66-year-old grandfather whose anger issues and skeletons just weaken their movement.
2: Yeah, they can't get those pointy hoods up anymore. So
0: ironically, <laughs> David Duke is left out of New Age racism because New Age racism presents itself as young and savvy and well-versed in the current methods of spreading its message. And David Duke, who said all of those things about the old clan, is now part of the old clan.
1: Interesting. I mean, it's all terrible. It's all terrible. But, like...
0: It's alt-terrible. Oh,
1: <laughs> eh. But, yeah, it does feel like they're kind of, It's It's interesting because I think we usually think of this in the context of, like, the racist grandfather. That you're like, shh, you can't call them that anymore. Like... Yeah. But this is literally racist being like, shh. Your racism isn't racist enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or it's it's not
1: modern enough, I guess I should say. The thing is,
0: is like he, uh, he, he thought that he, so David Duke said the old clan was bad because of how violent they were. Right. And how openly racist they are. Because David Duke would say things like the fucking, uh, what did he say? The globalist bank.
1: Anytime you say globalist, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> I've stopped listening. But he
0: would say things like the globalist bank controllers to say, like, Jews. Or when he when he would say, he would never be on camera saying the N-word, but he would say every other word that basically, like, you could tell he was talking about black people in the most derogatory terms possible. Mm. Uh, he's just a shitty person, but he would never outright say anything racist to the public well outright, outright like racial slur to the public
1: i just realized why his plastic surgery is bad because he hates jews <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious we live in los angeles we know so many people who've had plastic surgery if you want good plastic surgery oh
2: my god you
1: need to go to the jews they nail it Nose jobs, they crush that shit. Yeah, That's they really, really nail it. Funny. To a cross. <laughs> that was the Romans. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's <laughs> so good. But it's true. Yeah. It's true.
0: It, so, this pretty much brings us to the end of our three part series on the Ku Klux Klan. One of the last things that I wanted to talk about is just this thing that I saw (laughs) earlier today. There's this video of David Duke, I think from like maybe a year, maybe two years ago. And he's standing in front of the uh, uh, Jackson Square, which is in um, the French Quarter in New Orleans. He's standing there and he's having an argument with a bunch of protesters. And this guy, this white guy, who's on not on the side of David Duke, he is just fucking hammering David Duke with logic. And the <laughs> whole time, you see David Duke just losing his fucking... Like, getting angrier and angrier. And the fucking... The best part about that video is at one point david duke goes off on a whole tangent about hillary clinton and he's the the reason for it is because he's saying that uh he's he's saying that black people are criminals because if you look at the statistics these are his words not mine If you look at the statistics, and also I don't think these are even the statistics words, but he says if you look at statistics, uh, black people commit more crimes than white people, which is not true. They just, they're jailed for more crimes. Yes,
1: I was going to say, I was like, I don't know that they're committing more as much as I believe that they're being prosecuted more often for the same crimes that white people would occasionally get away with.
0: And that's the thing about David Duke and, and racist and, and because David Duke is also a Holocaust denier.
2: What? What? Who are
1: these people?
0: They're idiots. They're, the clan was filled with Holocaust deniers. Holocaust How deniers, can
1: you be a Nazi fan and deny the Holocaust? That makes no sense. What do you think the Nazis did? So
0: oh they, my God. They, they said that the Holocaust was a Zionist ploy to gain sympathy for the Jews so that they would ignore the racial cleansing that they were perpetrating on the Palestinians.
2: So
1: what did they think the Nazis did? They think, sit around, twiddle their Nazi thumbs in their fancy Hugo boss suits.
0: They think uh, pretty much that actually. Yeah. They were just
1: doing nothing but inventing Volkswagens in that, in that famous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. They, they basically just did the Autobahn and we like, well, it was a pretty good day. There you go. There you go. You guys want to go for some Charmaine?
1: Why would anyone go to war with them for just sitting around looking fashionable and
2: inventing cars? Well, they were invading countries.
0: They were. They tried to start a fight with Russia in Russia during the winter. Like, that was a fucking good It's dumb. It
2: was a problem. But
1: I'm just like, you can't, I mean, you can't deny the Holocaust happened, but also appreciate the people who did it.
0: So they thought, this is the, okay. This is the weird part because I want to make it clear. I'm not defending them. Oh, no,
1: for sure. For sure. But their
0: thought process is taking things. And it's also brainwashing. Like people that get hit with the Holocaust denial at the tippity fucking top, they usually don't believe it themselves, but they have some kind of ulterior motive. Like fucking David Duke was running the Klan because he wanted money and political office. Also, he's a huge fucking racist. But I mean, the main reasons were the other things. But when it gets spread down, the reasonings that people use is, um, for, especially for Holocaust denial. There's a book w- written by uh, a Jewish person who was inside of a concentration camp who denies that the Holocaust ever happened. What? There's multiple inconsistencies in the story and about stuff what happened. Actually, you know what? No, he wasn't he wasn't a Jewish person. He was somebody that wasn't Jewish that was also in a concentration camp. because uh, they
1: was. did that's the thing. It wasn't just Jewish no, people. No, it was Jews,
0: gypsies, uh, gay people, dwarves. Like anyone that they Mentally saw handicapped as handicapped people. Yeah, anyone saw. centaurs,
1: that they... unicorns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. They were part of the clan. <laughs> but it, it was anyone that, that, that the Nazis deemed to be non-Aryan. Right, it was right, just right. Pretty much anyone. When you um, fuck
2: all those horses sometimes you get horse people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so they they had stuff like that which is just basically because they don't back in the day they didn't have the power to pull out their fucking phone and like Google shit. Once you learn something you think that you've stumbled upon this true thing that everyone else doesn't know, and people are like sheep. And when you're a fucking dumbass racist who probably fucks sheep, I'm gonna say it: David Duke probably fucks sheep. That's not true. That's not true at all.
2: Canon. No. Speculation even, zone. even
1: sheep can do better than
2: that. <laughs> I mean, they are white. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a except bad for those black boy. sheep. <laughs> bad. Boy. Uh, the so, KKK hood's made out of wool. Is that wrong? I think they're made out of cotton. Okay.
0: Um, but they uh they might be made out of silk. But so they 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 spread around this like fake information. And one of the things that um <clears throat> to like wrap it around to what we were talking about, they spread a lot of fake information about the Holocaust that people learn about and they read these books. And David Duke himself does shit like this. Like he wrote a book. Uh he wrote a book under a pseudonym that was aimed at black militias that talks about how to um kill the white man and he made it so that people would find it and be like whoa these are what these black people are reading and doing but and it's, he's the one who wrote he's it. the one who wrote it he also weirdly enough he wrote he wrote a book for women supposedly by two women that explained uh how to please men in bed
1: gross I yeah. I don't want to know what he wants like I'll ask a sheep I'm if I want to know I'm very
2: curious actually <laughs> is there a lot of foot stuff
0: I want to find the nose book? Stuff. a book is
2: foot it stuff nose or stuff, no stuff? When they, yeah
0: you know what men really like when you say their nose looks natural mm. <laughs>
1: That's what a man looks. Oh, that nose looks like it was born on your face. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Anyway. That uh, nose
2: definitely doesn't look like a paper mache cut out of a nose. <laughs> that
1: nose totally doesn't look like a Croucho Marx glasses thing where the nose is attached. It definitely looks like skin. That nose
0: doesn't <laughs> look like... Have you seen the first X-Men? <laughs>
1: That guy who, like, walks out of the water and he's clear like a jellyfish and then his face gets all stretched. That guy.
0: (laughs) So, he's like, and these people, including the alt-right, I mean, we've seen it time and time again. The whole, like, fake news shit. These people spread fake news and things that look like statistics but aren't because a lot of people that fall for this kind of shit are idiots who don't necessarily like back that shit up like they're not gonna look for that shit later you know and what these I mean? days
1: you have no excuse not to google something no
0: other than like uh i'm a 70 year old wham- man wham i'm a 70 year old wham and i can't figure out how to use my phone that's at most people's excuse
1: yeah I, I mean i get that but it's still like you know have your nephew google something
0: yeah have your racist nephew oh, okay i'm sorry <laughs> But in the video that I was talking about, wrapping it all the way around, David Duke uses fake information saying that black people commit more crimes when actually it's just that black people are arrested at a higher rate. Right. Uh, He uses that to say that black people are more criminal than white people. And what Hillary Clinton wants to do is she wants to let all of these fucking criminals out back into the fucking society. And David Duke says, once you're a criminal, you're always a criminal. And this man bun wearing protester goes, hey, man, weren't you arrested twice?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But also, didn't the Clintons back the three strikes rule and stuff in the 90s, which is responsible for and, and maximum minimums which has kept a lot of black people in prison longer than necessary. I
0: think so. He was more taught, but I'm, uh, like, if
1: you uh, want to get real technical, like, don't get me wrong. I, I Hey, I, anybody, but Trump, but still <laughs> like yeah. historically, I'm not going to
0: super get into politics, but Hillary Clinton specifically likes to, backpedal on a lot of shit that she yeah, said yeah. in the past.
1: But, hey, I'd rather have somebody who's like, hey, I was wrong, than yeah. somebody Dan, who's Dan, like, my
0: ideas are great. <laughs> Dan Harmon said it best where he was like, and and I, I voted for Bernie Sanders. I'm not afraid to say it. But he was like, forget about your Bernie Sanders. Anyone but the guy who won't admit that Nazis are fucking Nazis.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So,
0: yeah, that brings us... To the angry and yelly end. We sound like a fucking talk radio show now. We sound like. <laughs> buy our
1: supplements. <laughs> yeah.
0: We sound like the other side of Alex Jones.
2: Oh God, no.
1: America, you gotta listen up. They're they're taking your kids to the pizza place and if you don't buy my survival kit with my <laughs> protein powder, this'll make you strong, America. I think I was like a little bit of Bernie Mac in that. Yeah, just okay. a tiny bit. Come on, America.
0: This Chalmain is making the frog straight. Bernie Mac and <laughs> the, Cheese.
1: Chalmaine is making the frog straight. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh,
0: David Duke looks like a frog-faced fuck, so. He does.
2: <gasps> He's the one who's turning the fucking frogs game. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Getting in this nosy little hopper. If you've had bad
1: frog plastic surgery, call me Brad Leva. <laughs> Oh. malpractice wrongful termination and personal injury <laughs>
0: this is a lot of animals to end out this episode you know where is a good place to see some animals the national parks What? Because here's the thing <laughs> if you like our national parks and you also like clothing and posters and stickers and all that shit then you should go buy stuff from open skies trading company yay open skies trading company is an official sponsor of cult Podcast. they have shirts and all of the other stuff that i said before in a more clear and concise way um, and all of that stuff looks amazing and it's pretty inexpensive and it's super awesome looking and it also helps a great cause because for every purchase you make, they will donate $1 to the National Parks Foundation, which goes to help out the National Parks.
2: And there's no better place to start a cult than in a national park. No. they have right. seen it
0: before. Yeah. yeah. Many these, times. This episode is like the prequel to the fucking Bundy episode. <laughs> because those are the small indie white nationalist groups that I'm talking about it's people like the bundies and like the ara and the order and the people from elohim city where fucking william pierce luther went to go or william luther pierce rather went to go fucking stay at in elohim city
1: right right this fucking
0: motherfucker anyway yeah but alex isn't like any of those white guys he's a really cool white guy and he prints some awesome stuff and you should go visit his website Open Skies trading.com you can also find him on social media which is facebook and instagram at open skies trading co that's open skies trading c o also hey. <laughs> sorry we're all interrupting each other no, it's
1: all good
0: we uh also we're it's just because we're super excited about it guys yes Guess we're what? going to fucking panic fest. oh
2: my god i'm not like- I have snow boots and a jacket. Oh, my God. I need to get
1: boots.
0: Yeah, you do. That seems like something that you should have already had. You're the only yeah, one Yeah, you're of the s- only
1: one that came from a snow place. They're yeah. at my mom's house. Oh, okay. Where well, the snow is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. I did call yesterday to make sure that Armando was prepared for the level of cold we
2: are entering.
0: Oh, yeah. I love the cold, but my melan- melanin? Yeah. My melanin is going to have a real quick shot. A quick shot. <laughs> the thing <laughs> is,
2: is, Armando owns so many jackets. Yeah. He just yep. has to stack a couple on top of each other. He this will be true. Top. It's
0: going to be great. Um, so we're going to be in Panic Fest, which is in Kansas City, Missouri. And we're going to be performing our live show at uh, on Saturday, January 26th at 7 p.m.
1: At the Shining Theater.
0: Yeah, yeah. Tickets are going to be six dollars, but you can also buy day passes and festival passes at PanicFilmFest.com slash podcasts.
1: Yeah, definitely uh, get your tickets early because it is—I uh, think there's only forty available. And... Uh, there's less than that now. Yeah, we've already, we've sold, already some. sold a couple tickets. Yeah, so get them now because they very well may sell out.
0: It's going to be an hour and a half show. This live show is going to have. Fucking everything. We have a big ass speculation zone with some fucking true crime shit. We have fucking Satanism, dude. We got some fucking.
1: We got visuals.
0: V- visuals. Oh man, I made some visuals that I'm gonna be kind of embarrassed about. Later. I'm very
1: excited, actually. They're great very, very, very fantastic. It's gonna be They're a great very line visuals. <laughs> yeah, much visual, very scene. Yeah, a little too much. Mm-hmm. I wanted. Be, it's a very explicit show. If you want to see Armando's dick, you need to pay six dollars <laughs> to buy these tickets and get permission from Andrea. Oh, I think you were going to uh, say from your parents. <laughs> I was going to say,
2: come check out the photos of Armando's dick that the clan didn't want. Uh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, we, so yeah, we're going to be there. We're going to be at Panic Fest. It's going to be a great time. Uh, all tickets come with a meet and greet because we're nobodies and we fucking love you.
2: Yes. We are also going to be doing a show the Friday before that. Yes. On January 25th at Velo Garage at 8 p.m. And you guys can stop by and hang out and see your stand-up if you want to do that. That will also have a meet and greet because, again, yeah, cause, we yeah, don't cause care. We love you. <laughs>
0: Every show is a meet and greet when you're Armando. Uh,
2: and you have five fans. Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> Here's a couple cool shows that are coming up for me, uh, specifically this week. Uh, on oh, yeah. the day this comes out, Monday the 7th, I will be at Up Close and Political at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, that show starts at 7.30. I'm going to be talking about homelessness, food stamps, WIC, with a couple other really funny uh Funny comedian I almost said famous. Funny <laughs> comedians. They're they're pretty famous. Anna Valenzuela from Bruhaha. And in
1: Rose Battle season two.
0: And Rose Battle season two. Toby uh, I'm not gonna pronounce it. Toby Morishane. Oh boy. That's like a good yeah. cherry, bad last name. <laughs> Marishanu Cherry. Uh so that's up close and political. Seven thirty at the Improv on Monday, the seventh. Uh, Tuesday, the eighth, I will be doing roast a battle uh, at the Comedy Store in Hollywood, California. That starts at like I don't know ten thirty or
1: something. Um, I would say if you want to see it as an audience member, you gotta get there at nine nine thirty.
0: Yeah, you can also watch it on Periscope. But the two more important shows, if you want to come out, is on Saturday the twelfth. Andre and I will both be doing sets at the Bunker. Bah, 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 bah. In (laughs) Burbank, California. That is at 8 p.m. And it is one day after my birthday.
2: And then we will also be the next day in Palm Mm -hmm. Springs.
0: Where your boy is headlining. I'm doing an hour for some reason. (laughs) Uh, No, it's going to be great. I'm going to be doing an hour of comedy in Palm Desert at The Hood. uh, Where a lot of my family is going to be there. So if you're in Palm Desert and you want to see the famous Armando's dad.
2: And if you want to see Andrea... Talk a lot about sex in front of Armando's <laughs> dad
0: <laughs> and grandmother and aunt and auntie
2: and uncle and Your cousins grandma, and brothers. Thank God does not speak English well enough. Oh, to not get that my grandma. Jokes. Oh, no. yeah. grandma. Oh no. Yeah. Grandma. And
0: my mom be and no. my cousins.
2: Come on. Yeah. I don't like. This is not going to be. Time to write new jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you have until then.
2: Okay. Well, guys. If you want to see a disaster in the making,
0: <laughs> come to that, show. Come to I that have, show. I have a bunch of shows this week because it's my birthday week and I love doing stand up and I wanted to finish at the clan right before my birthday. And I also I'm going to be working so goddamn hard on this live show as well as all three of us. It's a really it's a joint effort and we're all going to make a fucking great show. And really, please, January 26, Kansas City, please come out. Please support. Please watch. It's going to be one of the best shows you'll ever see. And then uh, hopefully after that, we take the same show on the road. So that way we can show you guys our dedicated live show.
1: Hooray! Yeah. uh, The next couple months, I'm going to be doing, I mean, obviously the live show and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, But some wedding stuff and traveling to set up some wedding stuff. Uh, Eventually getting those Pottering On It episodes up. They are recorded. Just sitting on my computer.
0: Oh, trust me. I know how hard it is to run one (laughs) fucking podcast.
1: You're just like, ugh. Uh, but then in March, I'll be roast battling Sarah Keller. Hell March yeah, 12th. Dude.
0: That's going to be so good. That's going to be fucking dope. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then later in March, we will probably be in San Diego, potentially for a second live show. So yeah. keep posted for a date.
0: Possibly some more live shows, too. We'll let you know. If you want to if you wanna sign up, or if you want to, if you want, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> if you want to see us come to you live and do our dedicated live show, then you can tell us where you are at our tour survey, which is available online at bit.ly slash cult podcast. That website is bit.ly slash cult podcast. you can also find links to that and to our live shows at cultpodcastshow.com. We have a new show button that but you can click on that buy tickets to all of our shit and see where we're going to be doing live shows and take that survey.
2: I was going to say, too, I will also be this Wednesday in San Diego at the Madhouse for their 8 p.m. show. So.
1: Oh, yeah. With Keith Carey. Keith yeah, Carey. So if you enjoyed the second before, Manson love. episode, then go see Andrea and Keith Carey. hope you so had a, funny. I
0: hope you had a pen and paper for all those plugs we just I'm did. so sorry, guys. That's a lot. That's no, a list. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're going to find a way to make the shows on the website so that way we don't have to say them all the time because I get it. It's kind of annoying. Um, yeah. So, if you want to see my shows, uh, more information on that, and uh, also stuff that I do for my birthday week, then you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mondo Does Stuff. That's at M-A-N-D-O Does Stuff. All one word.
1: And if you want to hear more about me losing sleep and planning a wedding, uh, <laughs> then you can <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Page Wesley and on Instagram at Rampage Wesley. Um, Right now, it's just a lot of me
2: baking because I finally have time off, like, during a holiday.
0: Oh, it's so good.
2: If you want to send me any photos of noses you may have sculpted. um, (laughs) Out of Play-Doh. Out of Play-Doh clay whatever i'm not here to judge you can follow me at on all the things at sundress comic uh you can also follow my art account at andrea gazetta on instagram so good i'm gonna be doing a lot more this month uh and i just figured out how to do time-lapse videos so you can watch (laughs) me make a painting (laughs) they look so cool they are pretty
0: amazing it's pretty sweet so
2: come check that out it's really fun yeah yeah uh
0: oh yeah if you want to follow our, sorry if you want to follow our show then you can do so on Instagram at cult podcast
1: or on Twitter at cult podcast show.
0: You can also send us one of them that they are emails at cult podcast show at gmail.com.
1: Or you can visit our website at www.cultpodcast.com. Or if you want to send us meats skulls, um, I love skulls. I know. If you want to send us meat best. skulls, meat skulls, skulls made of meat. Uh, just don't
0: send us crystal skulls. Those are the yeah, worst no, ones.
1: Worst
2: ones. Uh, wrap snacks. Ooh. Shankara stones. Mm. Um, if you want to send us vodka in a skull-shaped bottle, which I do love, I will. I will let you guys handle all the booze. But great, yeah. sounds awesome.
0: Can't drink vodka. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's just gross.
1: Oh, vodka <laughs> well, is so gross. Oh, no, I can't for health reasons. Oh, But yeah. also, it's gross. I can't
0: because I'm a little bitch boy.
1: I like bottles. I don't know. I know. I do <laughs> enjoy bottles. Um, but mainly more wrap snacks. Uh, yes. If you want to send those to us, send them to 3756 West Avenue, 40, Sweet K, number 237. Like, like the shining. shining. Los Angeles, California, 90065. Yay. And Yay. I think for this one, I'm going to say don't drink david duke's nose juice
0: oh you
1: know anytime you get plastic surgery and they have to put drain tubes the gauze they put Yes. Yeah. The,
2: oh it's so gross
0: can i eat his chow mein though
1: oh Sounds yes but good. only so he can't have any <laughs> yeah <laughs> and don't drink the kool-aid bye, bye. bye. yeah we did
0: it Yay. we're done <laughs>